What up, everyone? Welcome again to the latest episodes from My Mom's Garage. As always, this is your host, Tony and Nikki. Yes. Yes. How you doing, my bro? What? How you doing, man? Better than most. Better than most? That's always better (laughs) than most. (laughs) No, I don't know. You know, it's funny. I say that a lot, and I always think people, do people think I'm a jerk? I always do. like to say that just because it's like, oh, I'm good. I just, out of the moment, I don't know. It just came, it just comes to me. Yeah. So, but, so it's been an exciting week this weekend. Wow. That was like a deep. I had deep to think breath. about it. Like I've been, all right, well, first off, dad my, my, my father-in-law <laughs> came into town uh-huh. this weekend, which yeah. was very eventful because he hasn't been here and he hasn't seen the baby. This is the first time seeing the baby. Yeah. And the last time we seen him was for, um, when we got married. Okay. And prior to that, he came one other time and we just went out to dinner because he was only here for like one day before he went out to a cruise. Mm-hmm. So this time we had him for three days. So it was like, oh, let's take him out mm-hmm. and everything else. But on top of that, we had San Diego Comic-Con going on and also the Olympics started. So there was a lot of things going on socially socially and everything else. But uh, before we start off the show, let's, we, we're going to start off the show, but we're going to start it off on more of a serious topic. Okay. Yeah. So. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. wait. No, no, no. I got to get my serious. Hold on, wait. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. You ready? (laughs) You ready? So, California has uh, put a case, a law, was a civil civil case against Activision for. What's Activision? Activision Blizzard is a game developer. Yeah, Yeah, they do Call of Duty, Mm -hmm. World of Warcraft. So they're being sued because they had they have a frat boy, a frat house environment in their company. They've been investigating for two years. Okay. So a lot of the accusations are coming from that one, uh, women are either getting paid less than their male counterparts. Okay. They're getting promoted less and they're getting fired quicker. Okay. On top of that, they have something called. They they state it as a cubicle crawl or cube crawl, cube crawl, whereas in male employees either come in hang o- come on hang over to work or drunk at work and they'll crawl to each cubicle and usually uh, do sexually harassing women vulgar like talking joking about rape and like um, either groping other female coworkers. At the job. So this has been going on for like two years. So they, they finally have enough evidence to put a lawsuit together. And a lot of the people in Activision, either the higher ups are saying that, that, that I guess they acknowledge something that's happened like that because they were like, we, we work very actively to try to change the culture and to be more female empowerment or equality for all for all oh, people just, all genders. I mean, basically just respectful in general just, yeah just basic human respect which i mean that's where you probably get a lot of um like in those environments i mean i, I i'm not like i mean i'm, I'm not 100 knowledgeable and all that kind of stuff but yeah. i'm on just i my understanding of those kind of business especially at that level it would be there are obviously are people that do the operations of it and then people that do kind of like um the people that are Majority like stockholders in the company. Yeah. So one is obviously in it for the money. The other one cultivates the culture. So the beauty of it is the people that basically own the company that probably are not associated with that. Yeah. Can clean house. The question is, will they? And now I'm guessing now they have no choice but to re- legitimately just yeah there clean was, house. There's one that they they spoke about. His name with uh, I look it up. Yeah, his name was Alex. Uh, of a Sarabi, mm-hmm. and he was a former senior creative director of World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. and he was saying that he was he has permitted to engage in blatant sexual harassment to little to no re- repercussions on the things he's done. He used to hit on the girls, on the female workers, and I want to marry you or like feel them up. Or they got to the point that they said that whenever they go out to functions or he had a suite, they called it the Cosby suite for that because. It, it, it because of Bill Cosby and the rape accusations that he was going on. And they even said that there was one girl, which was the worst thing out of everything that they, in the lawsuit, they mentioned that there was one girl that committed suicide because she was having, um, I guess she was, she was having, or she, I was trying to read the whole thing, but I didn't get to finish it. Mm-hmm. She was either in a sexual relationship with her supervisor or 
something to that regard that it got the harassment about that got so intense that she committed suicide. And they were saying that that was that was disrespectful to bring it up in the lawsuit because it respects her family and it's something that they I guess they address. But I'm like, if that alone doesn't tell you to change your culture immediately or I don't know how long it was it in state. The thing is, is that I always hate it. Almost, I, I hate situations like that where you're trying to get to the bottom of something, no matter how bad or disgusting it is. And then people always want to bring respect when it comes to something that brings something to light. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, if the family does not want that out there, that's one thing. You can have a discussion about that all day. But to just blatantly say, well, you know, it's disrespectful to the family. Like, wait, no. Yeah. Uh, You know, if this happened to her, if she felt this kind of way, if what the culture of that environment caused her to feel like this was the only way out then no it's completely relevant and in respect to her you know what happened to her so, and to all the other be, girls should be just, all of course women. every 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 woman should they shouldn't have like oh, sorry i'm just it's a weird subject for me because i'm like i can't even stand to see something like that in a movie like it, it just makes like it just makes my skin crawl like i don't know man it's just it, it just i i couldn't imagine the kind of environment where well, say one is this where almost like you feel like you can't say something in the first place. Like it's almost like you have to accept it if you want to achieve something, and then to have to just feel like you have to accept. It. And then like, and that's the thing. The, there's there's been um in the in the whole lawsuit paperwork. They, I was reading skip it to people doing like powerpoints. I mean bullet points on it. Yeah, and they've said it that there's been women that you've gone to HR regarding sexual harassments, groping, anything of that kind of misconduct, and they've been disregarded. Or they, they've found ways to lay them off, or they're like, if they have a layoff, they're on that list, or they, they have to let them go for whatever reason, or they just shush them in whatever manner, just because. And so right now, fucking Activision, you both fucking do better. Because whatever you're well, doing, and, and that's... and. And that's something that just came out recently. I think last week, late last week, or this, yeah, late last week. And it's gonna, it, one, it's gonna hurt their pockets because people, well, that, people like us, that 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 the main don't pro- that the, don't agree with their philosophy and the, the 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 culture that they have, they're not gonna support you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Most, most generally speaking, most people's protest that's you usually see, especially when it comes to companies, is. Is in the finance. Is in hurt, the, is hurt, in, hurt them where they hurt them. Hit, hit them where they hurt the most. Uh, once your brand starts becoming associated with something like that, yeah, so. people are gonna second guess it or not even want to be included or not. Because think about it. Imagine you just this just came out something like that, you know, and then you just literally have this game system now. Yeah. You don't have you you don't maybe don't know anything about it, but obviously no. Once you know, it just feels. Yeah. And the one of the biggest bullshit comments that I I was reading. Mm-hmm. Was coming through, I guess, a spokesman for um, Activision saying that that a lot of the accusations that they said were either something that were was happened prior, but they felt that the state of California should have came to them prior to filing the lawsuit, so they could present their side of the case or prove that they've um, everything that they've mentioned they've worked on and tried to improve before. Isn't that the point of a lawsuit? Yeah, and plus, there was a thousand people that after the lawsuit came out, a thousand plus people signed the petition saying that the lawsuit was correct, that it was legit, the shit that they were saying. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, I don't know, maybe... These are current and former Maybe employees. I'm missing something in, in the context of that because it almost sounds like... It's it's almost like... It's like a lawsuit is... A, I mean, to a certain degree, a lawsuit is a bereavement. Like, Yo, I have an issue. This is what happened. Prove me wrong. Yeah. But they're saying, well, let's... We need to... We need to prove that before you, you have the opportunity to prove it wrong. Like it's, it's just almost, weird. It's, it's almost the best like, way I, I thought of it. It's like if you were about to punch me for something I did wrong, I would just be like, "Hey, hey!" Instead of punching me, talk to me about what I did, and I'll let you know what I why I did it and how I changed. Instead of just going straight out for the punch, be like, "You've been wrong this whole no, time." It sounds more like, "Hey, listen, if if I hurt you in some kind of way, I need you to report me. Okay, yeah. who do I report you to?" Oh, to me. So you want me to report something that I don't like that you did to you. 
yeah. first before we do. Yeah. How's that? How's that fair? How's that regulatory? Like, how's that? How's that? How can I feel like I'm going to get a positive outcome or at least a fair outcome based on that, those kind of terms? No, you won't. Yeah, but I mean, the yeah. thing is, is that it's it started in it started in Hollywood. It started through the entertainment business, and it, people thought maybe it was over, but no, it's yeah, it's, it's going to continue it's, it's throughout. Allowing. Yeah, they, every industry is going to have had, to they had be accountable a game, for something like that. Was it Gingate a couple years back, a two year, a year and a half back, mm. which was like just about how women in the gaming industry were treated and all the misconduct, and then this just proves a point on adding to that flame that and that's and that's something that shouldn't happen anywhere but being that we we do revolve talking about gaming and gaming culture nerd culture everything else they should fucking do better that's and and that's what i'm gonna leave it at they i mean we're all like it it, there's so many facets of our culture oh yeah definitely i mean there are they they're 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 improvements i mean maybe not fast enough or maybe not or, or far beyond the time it should have been done. But the more we keep on pushing to find out the truth, the more we keep on pushing to like to show this kind of like kind of, you know, just stupidity. Yeah. It will slowly get try to get results. It just it's, it's unfortunate that it takes like as long as it is or we're, you know, in this year that we're in and we're still having this kind of conversation. Yeah. But. As long as the conversation has been had to correct it, then yeah. So everything's coming to po- light, we're, and then we're moving in a more positive direction. At least, and, and one thing to say this before we go into the next topic yeah. is that the only positive I think that's coming out of this yeah. re- regarding this lawsuit is that now a lot of other gaming companies know they're not safe. Now they 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 know that if one major company is getting hit for that lawsuit. That tells all the other ones, like, either we need to do an internal investigation on everything we do and correct it now, and yeah, maybe before they get hit with something worse. But what I don't understand, thing, like, the thing that always gets me is, like, if you were to come to me and tell me that it was an industry that maybe is not so, like, um, socially, like, socially network, you know, like, like they're not they're not up on the trends or something, right? You could tell me if it's an old, you know, again, I'm not blaming and just kind of just kind of throwing examples. Like if you would tell me like it's an old school company where maybe they do accounting or maybe they typewriters or, or, you know, they sell liquor, something like that, where maybe their social media aspect is not as as, you know, in tune with what's going on with the world. Yeah, I can I can see that possibility. Like people that maybe just not in tune with what's going on being out of date with it. But you're telling me a gaming company. Something that they literally just, like they trends they know trends can can create and destroy anything. Yeah, you would think that that would that that kind of thing would have been like addressed or or thought of or figured out a long time ago. But then again, too, people have a bad habit of thinking they're untouchable or you know what I'm saying yeah. like now you could be touched. Fuck around with that. too many people, you're gonna be touched. That's, that's all just, it is. The sad part is, it's just it only takes a couple times. Like you do something. Look around, nothing happens, and then just think you keep on doing it, and then you keep on pushing the factor. And that's, you just perpetuate everything else a little bit and then more that's every how, time. Exactly, that's how you start pushing it to a level that's just outrageous. Yeah, and then you feel like you're invincible. <sighs> Anyways. All right, so yes. we got off that serious topic. And All right, yeah, so take that face off. Take yeah. face off. Continue. All right, so now we'll, we'll get into San Diego Comic-Con. And they, I didn't even know it was this weekend. To be honest. It was this weekend, and they released a bunch of trailers there and movies and TV shows that are coming out in the near foreseeable future. Oh man, I did yeah. not. So you ready? So we'll we'll I'm gonna touch on ones that we don't watch. So and we could if you want to comment on it. They did the trailer for Walking Dead season eleven, the final season, mm. uh, season seven of Fear the Walking Dead. And season two of, uh, uh, season two of Walking Dead Beyond, which is like 30, I didn't even know that thing. Like I maybe I heard of it, but I didn't. Beyond know was is is like forty fifty years in the future, uh, from where the timeline is, the Walking Dead is at. So mm-hmm. they so living in the, 
with so zombies they, is, is is normal. So they built a society around it. Yeah. So they and I guess it was like I, from what I remember it was like these kids that go out that they wanted to venture out and they got lost and they found like a whole new other civilization that's different ideas. So it's just re, re, rehashing Walking Dead, but just now they're already accustomed to them. Then the Walking Dead, they're like trying to adapt to everything How around to figure them. It out, yeah. yeah. So they do have that one. They do have um, what was another one that that they had? I'm trying to remember. Um, they did a trailer for Doctor Seuss. I mean Doctor Who, season thirteen. I gotta. Catch, I'm surprised I didn't catch that. Uh, they have season six of Lucifer. Uh, that's pretty much the other ones that that they had. Oh yeah, season um, I think uh fall premiere trailer for Leverage Redemption. I don't remember. Yeah, basically. I mean, I never really watched Leverage in general, but I don't know why I know about this one. It looks like they kind of recasted everybody except for Muscle. Yeah, and that's the whole idea is that they take criminals and they they use. I don't know. I really don't know the show. Like I don't, I you know what it is. I'm like I'm just a sci-fi guy. Yeah. Show me, you know, give me a sci-fi show. I'm all over it. All right. So now let's get into some ones that we can talk discuss about. Okay, let's go. So the first one is that it feels like they're expanding. So now you know how there's uh, Zack Snyder and they did the Snyderverse for DC. They were like, let's expand on that. So oh, now that trailer I did watch. I think I already know you're getting Army through. of Thieves. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's a prequel to Army of the Dead. Yeah. Which is pretty much um, following Dider, which is the the case. He, the, no, the the the, the, the uh, safe cracker. The safe cracker. So following him prior to him moving to going to the U.S. So it feels like the this is when their introduction of zombies comes in. That's what I was thinking. Like, but then nothing in the trailer indicates that particular thing. Like, you feel like that's going to be an introduction to because obviously by this point they're already a couple of years into it. No, it just started. What do you mean? The zombie. Wait, but I thought those zombies were just isolated to one, one location in the. No, movie but they were just started, so it was like early. So, no, no, but that's what I'm saying. I thought the the original movie. I thought that it was isolated to just Vegas. Oh no, yeah, they was. they were were able to just to close off Vegas, but it was like they clear everything else out. Other places had zombies. I thought they didn't. I thought but this it was, was just... in London. This is in London. Oh, I can't wait to see what I don't know. I'm really curious now because I'm like now that I'm thinking about it, I thought that. Oh, they, that was in Vegas still? I thought they, they basically just started Vegas, so they closed off Vegas, and that's where there's all those zombies basically live. No, this was in London. I really have so, to watch so it. So he's in London. No, I know he's in London. I'm saying about like the, the zombie apocalypse. I thought the original movie, it's not no spoilers, that's what Paul is. I thought that the, the storyline of the original movie was that they centralized and closed it off to Vegas. Army of the Dead? Yeah. 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 But that's what I'm saying. How is zombies going to be involved in this one? So that's this is the start of the the zombie apocalypse but again. Oh, but they, I don't know what they're gonna say. Generally, that's what I'm saying. Zombies. I thought in the original movie, zombies were started centralized just to Vegas. Vegas, so it wouldn't have never reached London. Think about it. Yeah, or unless they show unless they're showing because they show footage of people getting bit in the streets, but I don't know if that in this trailer. In this trailer, I did not see that. There was some zombies in the news. Oh, I got oh the news, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if they were using local, such as stating local news or international news, saying like, "Hey, look what's happening in Vegas." I feel like that's what it would be. Maybe that was kind of just like a, a tie-in. Yeah, kind of like oh, there's zombies in this movie, but you know, for people that are not really paying attention. Yeah. But then when they watch it, they're like, there's no zombies. Yeah, there's no zombies. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so they they mm. they're just yeah. following him and his story, and he's tra- cracking a case with his rogue of. So other uh, criminals was this pre-planned because I mean I feel like out of I mean every character in the movie is somewhat unique yeah so it's weird that he specifically got his own I feel like he got pre-planned because when it was really soon it was too yeah soon it was for, really fun it really was fast. really too soon and I mean even though and people besides, were kind of joking like they would love to see that but it happened like I don't think the petition was so yeah but he was immense he, or yeah something. but I would you know what would be funny because huh. I think this is more like they pre-planned it because if it had it done to plan it after the movie that came out, they would have done Ta- uh, Taj. Ta- uh, Ta- uh, was the it one Taj? who, at the end? The the helicopter. Oh. They would have had her survive. Which, w- that is the, you remember the happened yeah. on that character. Yeah, yeah. So that was so, the weird So one. they would have done a, a movie for her because the love of that character 
when the movie came out, they were like, oh, let's just do something now for her because everybody loves that character. Itself. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's so this was pre-planned just coming into it. Everybody loves this character, but at the same time, it just feels weird to like... I mean, everything just happened so fast. It just felt like it was pre-planned. And maybe maybe it was just a sequel. Maybe just an entrance to the next one. Like, question is, how would they even have known about him? And maybe that leads into... How he got to the U.S. and then Or how he met one of the characters from the first movie... And maybe the next one is another that the based on that character's life, like yeah. so, like I said, it's like kind of like a pre prequel, but it's tag, like yeah. Oh, I know so and so from the first movie, but so now tag her. She's in the next movie is about the prequel to her life before that, you know, yeah, or that or him and her and then tag the next person. That could be into the everything just branches together to army of the army of the dead. Yeah. Yeah. So. But let's see. So the next one, talking about zombies and mm. keeping on rolling, they have they did the trailer for uh, Day of the Dead trailer. Okay. And it's going to be on sci-fi. So this one is going to be more of like an homage to George Romero's movie himself or yeah. Day of the Dead. And um, this is pretty much, fa- it's almost, it feels like a little bit of a comedy and a zombie mm-hmm. mixture because it has like some moments that it was just, I wanted to laugh. But it's just giving an homage to the original isn't it, movie. Isn't, but uh, Romero's is, I feel like it had that kind of bounce too, no? The, his first one? I mean, the, they're, they're horrifying, but at the same time, I felt like there was some levity to like some comedy to it. Like, yeah, but I think they're... Not they're, as much, obviously, but... Yeah, not as much, but I think they're, they're, they're taking it a step above to to, yeah. to express the humor uh-huh. more than like just let it happen in its own and just yeah. people find their own funny moments. Okay. So that was the only thing that I got from it. It looks interesting... I'm not really gonna look out and watch for it if it comes on when I'm not have nothing else to do. Mm. But I'm not gonna wait for it. Uh, the next one was uh, Chucky, the trailer. I watched that one. It was on, it was gonna come on a Sci-Fi and USA, which is a weird mix that they're working together. I really, um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Chucky. I followed every. I watched every single movie Chucky's made. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird that I really. So the way it ended, I th- I really thought they were gonna continue on it. It, would, it was interesting. Um, I mean, it would have been interesting too. I mean, this is gonna be interesting too because obviously you're gonna take it from day one uh, when, but it, it, the kid was younger, yeah. So, you know, but like him, basically the whole because that's what I, I find interesting. I'm, I want to see what this show's about because the first one was interesting because he kept on telling people what Chucky was essentially doing. doing. Or maybe not telling people straight out because you know, eventually he's threatened them. Yeah. But he would tell people, you know, Chucky did it. But he was like, you know, six, seven, you know, I forgot, like a 10-year-old kid. Unless, so everybody just yeah, thought, it was like eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, everybody thought that he was just making it up or maybe in his imagination. Nobody realized it was a real thing. So this yeah. one, the kid is pretty, he's like, he's like a teenager. He's like yeah. 15, 16 years old. So I'm just curious how that's, that dynamic is going to work. Yeah. And you know what it is? It's... What I'm, what I'm getting to, I feel that's gonna happen is that he looks like, based off the trailer, I'm getting that he's a loner, and then he that Chucky talks to him and is embracing his like dark side, his dark side, and then I feel like there was a moment that he's like, "Where's Chucky? Chucky's in his room." Like he's sad about it, so he has like some type of separation anxiety by not having Chucky by his side because maybe he's an enabler of like. Let Chucky do it because he's doing something that I can't do, and he's fulfilling that dark side of him. I feel like, I feel like a pre movie, pre the show, it's gonna show you that basically. Like I, I feel like he's gonna be one of those. I feel like he's gonna be from a men- like he had spent a little bit of time in a mental hospital or something, okay. right? I mean, not that this is how I would picture it. Oh yeah, like psychiatric help, pretty much. Yeah, like some, you, some you have to kind of discredit because the first one he was a kid, so it was easy to discredit him. This one, I feel like maybe he has like some mental issues, like a troubled past or something, or some some mental issues. Yeah. So to credit him a little bit to the point where Chucky is his only friend. Yeah. And he like you're right. He probably creates a kind of bond and starts doing things for him until there has to be a breaking point that he's like, this has gone way too far. So did uh, I don't did I ever tell you what happened at the? Well, I don't think they're ever gonna follow up on it, so I can tell you. Yeah. So in the very final movie, based on like the extension, not necessarily the the remake one, the Bride of Chucky. No, no, no. Um, this one kind of encompassed it, but Seeds it didn't. of Chucky or something like that. Seeds? No, this is uh beyond those. Oh wow! 
Yeah. Okay. They re dude. I would love for you to sit down and watch them because so those two were kind of cornball. Yeah. Right. Then they came out with another one. I forgot the name of it, and it got back. It got back to its roots in a darker tone, more serious, and actually was really good. And then there's a sequel to that one. Um, so the sequel to that one ended with Chucky finding out instead of being able to transfer his soul. Cult of Chucky. Yeah, Cult of Chucky was the last one. Yeah, and then there was yeah. one before that. Curse of Chucky. Curse of Chucky. Yeah. So those two were actually really good. They were more like the first movie. Okay. Um, but in the the, the Cult of Chucky. Yeah. Basically, uh, spoiler alert, guys. I'm sorry. I just want to share with my friend here because I don't think he's watched it. No, I uh, and I, I think he's gonna watch it. Um, he basically instead of being able because the whole premise is that he's always trying to transfer his soul to somebody. Yeah. Which I think he still tries to, but what he figured out how to do before that and was a big reveal, he was able to clone his soul. Oh shit. So basically he was able to put his soul, a copy of his soul into another Chucky. So. So you have multiple Chucky's. So that's where it got interesting, but that's kind of where. Does it have to be a Chucky doll? Um, or does it have to be an inanimate object? Like, if cool. I would have him, I would have been like, "Yo, I feel like, like he only." I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna put my soul into this toaster, and fucking burn everybody's toaster every time they make it. Well, the thing Fuck is, with, it, just making it inconvenience for everybody oh that uses it. <laughs> no, he doesn't go like it doesn't. It doesn't go crazy. It's very minimal. Like it's like three yeah. three copies of him. Yeah, but he's a he was able to transfer. I think, yeah, he becomes human in one part. Oh wow! But uh, and Jennifer Tilly's in the last in the very her. final scene too. But it, it, again, it was a great series. If you had a chance to watch it, it's still worth watching. Um, so yeah, that was Chucky. I can't wait to watch the show. Um, I'm wondering how they're gonna turn it into a series. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be curious to, to turn into a series because, like, I just I find most horror series interesting because with American Horror Story, I get it. Every 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 season is a different, whole different thing. Yeah, but with this one. I mean, I just I find it interesting. I want to see how they continue that storyline. But anyways, continue um, going into the next story. What you so got? next one is Dexter season nine, New Blood. I'll be honest with you, I never watched Dexter. You never watched Dexter? I know the premise. I know the details. I've never watched Dexter. I all right. So well, you know the premise. If people know, if Dexter is a serial killer that hunts serial killers. Yeah. And he has this obsession with, with the urge of killing. So his way of doing that through the show is finding uh, criminals or serial killers to kill them. Mm-hmm. So um, season eight was, was supposed to intended to be the last season, but mm-hmm. they show off at the end credit scenes that he is still alive and well. So this one is just a follow-up of that, that he is fi- he's resisting his urges for, for the thirst of blood while trying to live this new identity. So this is going to be a whole new, I don't know if he's going to start, He's going to go back to his old ways, but I don't know in what manner. Maybe find just smaller criminals or just pick somebody at a random and just start killing random people. But I feel like it'll be good that his past catches up to him. See, just have full closure. Okay, so I, 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 again, I never watched it, but I got into some heavy details of it. So because ultimately I know the premise is more like his his father trained him to be that way. Right. His his father was a detective. No, no, I know. You know, yeah. So he and his he, father knew he was a psycho. I think he was a psychological profiler too. So yeah, so he knew that his son had this the personality this type personality of a sociopath. Yes, or a psychopath. I forget sometimes I I, I forget which one is, mm-hmm. but he, he knew that if he would let him do his own thing, then he would be a mass killer, kill everybody because. He saw it that way. He f- he figured out his son was going to be a killer. So he then, just, so then, train them to be a better, be one specifically to to, to kill to, good, to kill for good. But so, that's what I'm. That's that's the part of the show that I I would love to debate, not debate, but discuss with somebody. Because so basically, he's a train. It's a the personality type that he he is, like who he is and who he who he is who tries to be. Yeah, are not the same thing. Like because his dad told him. Basically directed his his uh, what he knew he was going to become into something yeah. more productive, right? But ultimately, for him, that's not him. It doesn't matter. Like, if he has that kind of personality type, I feel like he 
also he doesn't care. Yeah, who it is. Like, yeah, he's he was trained to be that way. But ultimately, like, I never understood about the show is that wouldn't he not care? Like, at one point, can he just question, like, okay, well, my dad told me this, but I don't see the point of this, so why why continue? Because I, I don't think he wants to get caught. So I guess he, as, if he doesn't get caught, then he could still live that lifestyle of what he wanted. Well, that taught him how to, how to, how to survive. camouflage, yes. Yeah, how to camouflage his What theory. I'm saying is, I guess... I guess he became to the... I, right. Like, ultimately, why... I guess my my whole thing was is that yes, he targets serial killer because that's what his dad told him to do. Yes, but ultimately, if he's a psychopath like that, would he why, not care? And why would he? Why would he just at one point just be like, "Well, that made sense for what my dad told me, but that that don't make sense anymore. I'm gonna kill whoever I want." I th- I think the only re- all right, I haven't seen the show in such a no. Long I time. know. I'm sorry. So just, I'm basing off. I'm literally. I'm basing off just my uh, own analysis. No, no, of, of course, nothing, no, really. definitely. So my assumption with that would be, generally, is because if if the for the chance of him getting caught mm-hmm. or doing it, because I guess he doesn't want to bring attention to himself. That anything that he does or anybody, he could, it could be random, but I go. I guess. As long as it's it's in a controlled mindset and area, then I'm safe to do whatever I want to please that hunger. Yeah. The minute that it get caught or is taken away from me, then I have no control what I will do afterwards. I feel like that's what it is. That as long as he's able to do it, he could. It's like feeding a beast. As like as as long as I give him a small bite, he will be satisfied. The minute I give that away, he's hungry, so he won't care what it is. So I guess I'm just I'm just trying to understand because I feel like if he was really that personality type and that was a, a adopted or educated thing, I feel I just feel like at one point he could just abandon it. But I mean, maybe it's like you said, maybe it's just a pattern. Yeah. I, I, and I don't know why I'm going so deep and psychologically speaking into this, considering I never watched the show. No, but you should watch it. It's 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 a decent show. It's it's. It's like most shows after two three seasons it becomes rinse repeat in regards of like. Let's say the Flash is like he's always somebody faster, somebody stronger, somebody he has to overcome, but he has to he has to get that inner beast inside of him or try to do something differently he's never done to challenge himself. So this is the same thing. After a couple of seasons, it becomes rinse and repeat. So I got bored of it a little bit because it was the same pattern. But then at the same time, I was like, I'm already five, six seasons in. Let me just finish it. I mean, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already in the middle. Uh, I'm halfway there. Let me just get this done. Honestly, like I'm very much into TV shows should either be like American Horror Story or, um, like soap operas, have an ending in place. Like, I think soap operas are literally one season, but they like one season like every couple of days is like another episode. But yeah, like one season. They didn't, the Spanish soap operas. Yeah, Spanish soap operas are like the sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, American soap, soap operas, operas are like last forty years. years. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. I like that because I don't know. I feel like limited series. That's what I. Yeah, limited limited series. Talking like about the, limited series, I just finished one hmm. called Doctor Death. With is that with uh, the Slater, guy from Alec Baldwin and Joshua Jackson? Yeah, the guy from Dawson's Creek. Yes, such a good limited series. It was good. Doctor Death, and as in like uh, the the guy who helps people commit suicide. No, 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 no. That's uh, his name was Doctor Kavorkian. But okay. it was, so this one, this doctor, his name was uh, Christian Dunch. Okay. And he was a neurosurgeon. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, 33 operations he's done, he's botched them all. And he's always found a way to either blame somebody else, put it be like, oh, I did a perfect. It was a textbook um, surgery. And there's a lot of them were, were spinal fusion, spinal, like anything on the, on the spine. Mm-hmm. And there was like he would just went in there on a, with a hammer and nail and just like crush bone or crush uh, ligaments and crush nerve endings. Like he he made his best friend quadriplegic. He um, there was one woman that he was working on that they were saying like if there's a blood pressure drops is because a lot of blood is lost. He's like oh you should have known that being that you're like a top neurosurgeon. He goes like, yeah, but I didn't see that there was a big issue. It was like, that's the first thing you should have noticed and should have addressed it. And then she ended up dying afterwards. So out of 33 cases, three, four people died. People like either lost sensation in their arms or in the worst condition or can even no longer walk. 
So it just showed him when he the whole trial and trying to investigate. Oh, so this is kind of a documentary, like a live doc, like a live, like just a, a true story. A true story. Okay, I'm literally thinking that this is a twist. To this I'm like waiting for it. No, no, it was oh, a just, true story. Just a really messed up doctor. Yeah, he had he ended up getting life in jail and he is up for parole in 2045, mm-hmm. which he will be 75 years old. I started jumping around this weekend a lot too uh, with stuff. Um, I you know I, I get into one that we recommended today actually. Uh, Space Sweepers. Yeah. Um, which I actually really liked. If you had a chance, watch it. Um, but I saw, okay, so I rewatched, real quick, I rewatched the Thomas Crown Affair, the one with uh, Bro- Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Oh. I love good, the movie, yeah. but a great movie. I just saw the biggest plot hole, and I think I've realized it for years, and I just, this weekend just really got to me and it bothered me. So, real quick, just to throw this out there because I've been wanting to tell somebody about this. So you remember, if you've never watched the movie, please, you know, spoiler. Okay, so you remember where uh, he uses a briefcase to store the painting while he walks out, right? Yes. And that they found that the briefcase also was a heater, was in the room, whatever, right? Yeah. And that the way he hid it in plain sight was that he put it like it was the third leg on a table, that only a chair that only had two legs. Yes. Right. Could they not have, like, looked through all the video surveillance for however long it takes to figure out who brought that in, who brought that into the museum? Yeah. (laughs) I just figure, I'm like, one, he is well known to be there, so they know who he is. So it's not like somebody he can go unnoticed. And they would probably, hey, did he have a briefcase? And it wasn't like he did it months ago and left it there and it was just been sitting there for months. Yeah. Because they literally, that, that was a huge plot point. At the, at the whole thought of the movie because they ask him his driver in the beginning before he drops him off at the museum, hey, uh, you got your briefcase. He goes, yeah, I got my briefcase. After he gets leaves the museum, he um, the his co his his uh, assistant tells him, oh, you left your your briefcase at home. Yeah, oh, you left your briefcase. Yeah, I left my briefcase again. When he leaves the office that same day before he goes to the museum, oh, I see you found the briefcase. Yeah, I found my briefcase. So obviously he had left the briefcase that morning. In my head, I'm like, "There's cameras <laughs> over in that place. They see everything. Could you have not been able to tell some dude that walked in with a briefcase? Like, let's say out of everybody who walked in that morning with a briefcase, who was around there, and let's see, he hid it really well. He did it where he knew the cameras were going to see them. He still was one of the few people that walked in with the briefcase. Yeah, and he was a suspect. Could that not be evidence against him? Like. <laughs> Hey, we saw you brought the briefcase in there. You sit at that same chair every day. Like, I mean, that's circumstantial. I mean, that's somewhat circumstantial, but that seems like a lot of evidence that nobody ever mentioned, especially on camera, to see that he brought it. That's and then, funny. like, listen, you walked in with a briefcase, you didn't leave with a briefcase. That briefcase was sitting there. You did it. Like, yeah. it just seems weird that that was not brought up. And I'm sorry, it just bothered me because I'm like, they literally could have ended the movie right then and there. Hey, can you leave somebody just going through all the video recording? <laughs> just, and just just proof? grab all the video, just watch all the videos and see. Yeah, who, let's what find out, out who left that. Like that's it. Once they figured out somebody left a briefcase there, could they not be like, oh, they just let it go? Like, oh man, he was smart. He left it right there. <laughs> the question is who? We're recording everything, so let's just look through well, the video. Let's just look through the video. Not uh, go dance with him in a weird ball and like rob his house. Like no. Look through the damn tape. It's right there. I don't know. Sorry. Just <laughs> weird pet peeve. Just a weird plot hole that just really got me. That's so funny. continue. What's going on with the so world? So the next movie? one. Back, <laughs> back into the Comic-Con. Back into the Comic-Con. Uh, one show that's coming up is called Slasher. Slasher. It's with uh, David Cronenberg. You you know David Cronenberg? Cronenberg. He's not alone. Yeah. Yeah. So he's uh he is. But he's kind of. Gross, like not. Yeah, I mean, gross, but, damn. No, Cronenberg. That's from the fly, like, huh? From the fly. Yeah, dude. Yeah. His, his. Okay, so how to put this? His aesthetic is well known. Like, there's even been references in 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 uh, um in what your favorite show in uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, Cronenberg. It's usually very gruesome. But his he star- aesthetic he star- is always he stars- extremely. He stars grossing. in this movie in the show. Okay. So this one, and I think you're going to like it a little bit because you like... Is it on Shudder? Yeah. 
Okay, there you go. That makes sense. That, I'm just like, this, what, if this what, is going to be on the WB or no, like no, no. <laughs> USA, I'm like, that sounds uh, weird. It's not going to last a season <laughs> with Cronenberg on This it. is Cronenberg, man. This man is well known for like so his, his horrific like, so it's called graphics. Slasher, Flush, and Blood. Dude, if this is not gross, this is yeah. So uh, David Cronenberg starts as the patriarch of a wealthy family who invites his family to the secluded island for a deadly game. The prize is his fortune. Wait, this is a movie or a series? Series, like a like a short run series, or like this could go on for years. Series. I don't know if it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be like how you say um, American Horror. It'd be like slasher. This is flesh and blood. Slasher, this is going to be this story arc. So basically just a bunch of like different stories. Every so, Everything, not necessarily themed, but basically just everyone is going to be a whole thing where they're going to kill a bunch of people? Pretty much. So this one is, uh, I, I was watching the the trailer, and it looks mm-hmm. pretty fun. It reminded me of the movie uh, Ready or Not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I remember. Pe- no, if people don't know, it's a, it's a couple that just got married. And the family has this game when a new family member is joined that if they survive the night, they're completely they're in the family. Mm, wasn't no. it that? No, it wasn't. I was completely wrong. I watched no, no. Okay. So the, the <laughs> premise is everybody who joins the family has to pick a card with a game on it. Yeah. Now, every other game is safe. You play chess, there's a chess game. You play Connect Four, you play Connect Four. However, if you pull the one card called Hide and Seek... Then the family has to proceed to hunt you down and kill you. If they do not, if they are not successful in killing you, then they they, I guess in the premise, there's a deal that they made with somebody who with essentially is a devil. To yeah, and basically they can lose everything if they if they don't kill you before the sun yeah. before the sun rises. So it gave me that feel like there, there's like a who done it, but there's somebody that comes in and starts killing them. They don't know who it is. Is it, it like because uh, you said uh, ready or uh, ready or not or uh, hide and seek? But um, and even though it's weird, I've never seen this movie, but I feel the same thing. Next, who's ne- like? Have you seen that one? Uh, next, I think it's next. No, is it called Wait. Who's Next? The one where this family is having a kind of reunion, and then all of a sudden these people just in masks show up and just start killing people. Oh no, I haven't seen. It. I know what I I is that movie called Next? It's like Next. So I'm like, who's next? Maybe I just want to. I want to say something. Like, I'll be honest with you. I know everything about the movie. I have a weird bad habit. I watch. I don't always watch every movie, but if I don't watch it for some reason, I know everything about it. Mm. I have a weird research with stuff. But yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like who's next? And like who's next? Okay then. So like who's next or ready or not gives me gives me that. Honestly, I like slasher. Like slasher, gotta, who's done it? But that's that's where I always said I'm gonna find. My ideal woman, based on Doctor Who and horror movies. And what horror movie she likes? Not necessarily which one, just the fact that she does. If like we go, if we can sit down and watch a bunch of horror movies, that's awesome. But also, we gotta we have weird deep discussions on Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one is another Shutter um, show coming out. It's called it's a, an anthology called Horror Noir. So this one is a it's a the it's a follow up to the documentary about hard noir about a history of black horror, but this one is featuring six films by six different filmmakers. Okay, what's the noir part though? I don't know. That's what they're calling it. I mean, I know what noir is. That's the part. But, but, that's but, the title. The trailer, my... But the thing the thing with the trailer is yeah. they only did was they show the name of the title, and the director or the filmmaker. That's it. Didn't show anything. I didn't show anything beyond that. I mean, but this is coming from a. This is coming from uh, as a follow up to a documentary about black horror. Okay, but when you say black horror, do you mean African American? Like, no, a history of black horror. That's that's a call horror noir, a film history, a history of black horror. You know, I'll look it up while you wait. Tell me your thoughts. No, no, just I'm just curious about it because obviously you know I knew use. Noir in the title of my photography company, Moral Noir. But I use it for the sense of like the the photography, because photography itself is not necessarily known to be dark. But I like my pictures to kind okay, of so be dark in the sense of his mood. So, so the horrors are usually considered dark. 
so yeah so then it's this is delving into a century of genre films that turns up they utilize and exploited sidelined and finally embraced them this is the untold history of black americans in hollywood through the connection of a horror genre that's what i mean that's when you said that i'm like okay is that what that means i'm i'm i wouldn't have used something like that but it's interesting because noir, I always think either it's going to be dark, but then why would you call a horror movie dark? It just seems kind of like a double negative. Not double yeah. negative, it's the wrong, the wrong terminology. But anyways, redundant, that's the word. It'll just seem redundant. However, noir is also considered old school, so I'm like, maybe it's going to be like all 18th century style horror movies. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. No, but not based on what you're saying, it's based on based on African-American. Uh, in, horror, in horror movies. Or uh, the, the, they're, how they're embraced. Or I guess they're giving... Um, people of color, uh, African Americans, the chance to portray how a horror movie is because a lot of the times they they're probably not given the chance. I mean, and talking about that, you saw the new trailer, the 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 uh, the, the poster for Nope. Nope. Yeah. What do you think on that one? No, it's interesting because he he started his own. I wouldn't consider what he does he, like black horror either, but like maybe, I don't know. Um, I, I don't really sure. Like the only thing I would say about like African Americans and horror, they there was a time where do you remember those uh black black exportation movies? Yeah. Obviously that's where you got black uh black Dracula I forgot or Blackula. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I don't know. Um I mean it's an interesting like delve into it. I'm, I would like to see what kind of perspective they're gonna show in it. Um But no, no but one thing I loved about uh Jordan Peele's take on things is it's a very social dynamic of like social horrors. Yeah. Which I really couldn't, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything before that, that really delve into something like that. No. I mean, and that's what it you is. Know, you know, I, you know, I don't want to say no. Mm. I want to say there probably has been, but they've either been swept under the rug or so far under our radar that we mm-hmm. have not seen it. Cause I know there has to be somebody prior to Jordan Peele that might've done it. Mm-hmm. Either the production company Either if it's independent, they might have put it out and didn't it's get that. It's a difficult genre it, it, to tackle, though, because it's... Tackle and tackle, right? That creates a proper conversation for all genres or all, all ethnicities to have the same conversation in the room. That's one. Secondly, I do think that with Jordan Peele creating uh, like Get Out, he already, has, he already had a following to people like interested to what he's doing. And then he got us, which is a whole different other conversation... On uh, black Americans and well, and it wasn't just black. No, it was but, just, but the history of like the underlining of no, it was it was I, about I'm no confused about this movie too. No, no, us was, <laughs> us was uh, um, it's obviously about um, the discarded. I mean, you can say minority, but discarded discarded people and how like there's a lot of like there's a lot of nuances to to the movie in regards to social dynamics and like of uh, you know people that basically are kind of like basically discarded or. You know, like we, we, beneath us, or you know, stuff like that, and how we treat them, and how you know, stuff like that. Um, so it's yeah, it's a lot of social heart. Like the closest I could think of offhand would be, um, I can't remember the name of the movie. It uh, disturbing behavior, possibly, maybe. I mean, because that was more about, you know, that that was more because when I say social, that deals with a lot of things that are going on in society, stuff like that. But this one, that really didn't. It was more idealistic in the sense yeah. of it was dealing with how we want people to be and whether it's better to, even if we control them to be that way. Because that's what it was. They were taking bad kids and turning them into perfect kids, but then using a very dramatic method to do it. Yeah. So, or a Clockwork Orange. Yeah, that too. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just an interesting conversation, but no, I can't wait to see what Nope. I just love the fact I like that he just used Nope because I feel like I think that he got it from us. Like he's like, I'm just nope. gonna use these one one word things. I think it's better. It's interesting. And also, you know what's funny? And if, I don't know. I think I saw it on TikTok. Some mm-hmm. guy was like, "What? What I love? What one thing that he he understood about the name is that a lot of the times, if you think horror movies and you think a person of color, every time they see something, some shit goes that they're like, Nope. Oh my god! <laughs> you know the uh, I, the one thing about I really will I really want to watch the video again. There's a lot of 
references in, in, in us that's so like nuanced and it's crazy. Like, I mean, literally down to tea, people wear people, the shirts that people wear, um, the rabbits yeah. actually played a, played a huge role. Like, um, the duality, the scissors cutting the, like cutting the ties, like literally every single thing that was in the movie had, you know, was part of like a message, part of something kind of detail. Um, it's, it's, it's insane actually, if you really go through it. Um, but Nope would be interesting. I want to see what his perspective is going to be on that one. And in regards to the one you're mentioning, I would like to see what that's about. I mean, I'm just curious what that is, you know, like, yeah. I just hope it's not something where it's just, I don't like, don't get me wrong. I loved the, um, do you remember Tales from the Hood? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I don't. You know that those are fun, and that's you know you should put it like rappers, kind of like, kind of like a, 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 a leprechaun in the hood, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. I just feel like that perspective is. That's not even. I don't consider that necessarily a African American perspective. I just think that's, you know, hip hop or urban perspective. So I would like to see something interesting like that, like something more. Nuance. Broader. Uh, nuance or no, broader? not necessarily nuance, more broader, like. More aspect, more details, more uh, perspective into it. Like, and I don't know. I just I want to know more. I want to okay. see more. Yeah. So let's let's see what comes out. It's on Shutter. And you. Oh, you I know, love Shutter. I, I know you love Shutter. All right. So two more topics. Yeah. What you got? Last one. So mm-hmm. uh, they've been two announcements for castings. The first one was uh, Michaela Cole for mm-hmm. Wakanda Forever. And Who's Michaela Cole. Uh, she was in Black Mirror. She was in okay, which. I mean, the Black episode mm-hmm. that was a USS, the the Star Trek one, yes, that they were like stuck in a time loop or like somebody's uh, a game developer that I guess he created a game that he's a captain. Was she the love interest? She no he, no because the love interest was a girl from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, I didn't know her real name was. No, it was one of the other ones. Okay, it was like the assistant. Oh no, her boss. I forgot what, what was the um. Okay. The role, yeah, yeah. But she had uh, Michaela Cole is a secret. They haven't released her character, a secret character in Wakanda Forever. Okay. So a lot of expectations, or a lot of people are talking, is that they hope that she is Storm, because this is going to be post, um, post uh, multiverse. So hopefully they have an introduction of some type of mutants in the in the MCU at this point that she is so- Storm. Okay, so and she does play a love interest for uh, uh, Black Panther in the comic books. No, no, I know who she. Yeah, I know she does. So the question is obviously going to be: Is um, is she going to be from an? I mean, I, I never understood. I know that she's a love interest to um, to Black Panther in the comics, and I know in the comics originally she was found. Wasn't she from a tribe in Africa? I think so. Yeah. So the question is: Is Storm, like as far as the X Men version of Storm, gonna appear in Wakanda, or are we gonna get somebody who was pre, basically pre the like pre X Men, somebody basically like maybe there was a neighboring uh, tribe that's not maybe not part of Wakanda, but probably a neighboring tribe. That's how they, they discovered knew. her, or they, that's how they introduced. I her. don't know that they have. They don't even know. We're we're hoping that she is Storm, mm-hmm. or people are hoping. But they haven't released who she is. So, and she she has a couple. She was in another TV show for HBO. I think it was called Insecure. Yeah, but technically she's still relatively like. I mean, unless you because I like even the girl with your mother, I think she's starting to blow up a little bit now because she has more titles. Yeah. But you can consider her relatively kind of like unknown, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. So in this one. You know, you literally had to show. You know, you literally had to show me who she was. So I wonder if it's are they trying to show her, like, kind of reintroduce the character? Because I think that's the best way to introduce a character. Don't introduce a Marvel character, like a brand new character, with somebody you know. Introduce yeah. it with somebody you've kind of know, or you know, somebody you're not too familiar with. So that way, you identify them as as Storm. that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's, I've, I've always, always, I've, I've, always, I've always said that that. A lot of the MCU characters mm-hmm. that were introduced, there were a few of them already at the height of their career that they came in and they were attached to projects or characters. But like Iron Man, like 
Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he he is. He, he was well known, known, but he he was in a down, downward slope at the time, right before he got casted. Not just that; it's also that he literally fit the bill. Like, there's a difference between somebody who you want to reintroduce, reintroduce until to as this character, right? Yeah. Because technically, uh, um, uh, Chris Hemsworth, yeah, was relatively unknown before he did Thor. Yeah. But he's now he's like worldwide, and everybody knows him, and he's whatever. But he was, nobody knew who he was before that. The only movie I think prior to that, which no, it came out afterwards, Red was Red Dawn. Red Dawn, which I, I'll be honest, I never watched. It was a remake to the. No, I know, but movie. I never watched the original either. Yeah, it was a weird title, but anyways, um, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like he wasn't well known. It's either either they were reintroduced with somebody brand new, so you can know this character as this person, mm-hmm. or the character was so perfect for the role that they had to pick him. Like, yeah, you automatically, you did see Robert Downey Jr., but he he was so tied into Iron Man as far as his aesthetic, his look, the way he acted, like kind of like uh, Deadpool. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, like his character, who he is as an regularly outside of outside yeah, of the movie is is kind of so reflective. Of what Deadpool is. It's a combination you cannot deny. So you automatically see Deadpool yeah. now as Ryan Reynolds because they can be nobody else better suited for it. Yeah. That's how Iron Man, I think, was a great casting. Now, question is, is she perfect for the role or is she going to reintroduce this character with her? Which I'm hoping they reintroduce the character because I don't know too much about her. And I remember her from the from the, the Black Mirror episode, yeah. but... She was mostly just kind of witty and just kind of like, we'll say funny stuff, but yeah. she wasn't really a prominent character in that episode. But yeah, so it's, it, I like the fact that they're getting, if they're going, it's going to be, they do a new character and probably introducing a new storm or a combination of different storms from different, different universes to have this one combined. So I didn't really have too of, much issue with the previous storm. I mean, the movie itself obviously had an issue with, but the previous storm for the first, like the apocalypse. Yeah, I thought the casting. I mean, maybe she's older now. Um, she was like a, like a young maybe she's teenage to twenty, young twenties. Young twenties. She's she's thirty three, so yeah. she cause she's still now she's young enough to play. No, she's still young enough. To, I'm not saying age wise, but I'm saying like the other girl is still. I think is at that age that you can probably cast her as well. I wonder why they didn't pick go with her, or they just wanted but she to. Had, just she had she had more of an edge, like an edge to her. Yeah, she had more of an eighties punk rock. Version yeah, of so I don't Storm. know if they're gonna go more. Have the traditional looking because she has that feature. Like, mm-hmm. if you put that blonde hair, like that platinum hair, big platinum hair, that you you'll get that '90s feel a little bit. But I think they'll push it to like look a little bit more contemporary. Yeah, and I could see it go well. So the next one, lastly, before we end it, it will be was Leslie Garcia from In the Heights is being casted as Barbara Gordon, a Batgirl. Okay, so. There's been a lot of talks. One, which is funny, I don't know why people was like, why they're not keeping it comic book accurate to having an authentic redhead to be Barbara Gordon. That that's that's yeah. the hell they're dying on. I don't know if that's the hell they're dying. There's somebody that was I was watching somebody's conversation. They were like, they were like they already fucked it up once. I with Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. No Silverstone. Yeah, Silverstone. When Batman and Robin, she was Barbara Gordon, but she wasn't Gordon's she wasn't, daughter. She, she was, wasn't Barbara Gordon, was she? Gordon? No, she wasn't Barbara Gordon. She, I think her name was Barbara, but she was. It was Barbara, but it was she was literally related Alf- to Alfred. Alfred's niece. Yeah, <laughs> but like so, like they already they already fucked it up because she was she was I guess she was a redhead at the beginning of the movie, and then when she turned into to to Batgirl, she was blonde. I don't remember her being red. Something weird like that was funny. So I was like, and then they like you also fucked up. He, she wasn't Barbara Gordon's daughter she was alfred's niece i'm like give me comic book accurate what comic book accurate isn't um i forgot his name the guy from uh uh, um the guy from uh westworld the guy from westworld is gonna play uh commissioner gordon isn't he yeah so commissioner gordon i mean you commissioner gordon is, is is I don't get it. Uh, like, really, the hair really is mad. Like, this is not a character who also. I, I've never even known the character was redheaded. I didn't know that. But she's also because I don't know if it's an issue because she's Hispanic. That's what I figure. Like, they're so really I don't know if going, they're doing. Uh, people were like, "Oh, they're just doing a bunch of race swaps." So re- changing the races, like now, like I think 
uh, Michael B. Jordan is working on a project with, I think, Warner Brothers to have like a. Well, I guess when, I, when everything came out about him being possibly, um, wasn't it, like wasn't he like touched to to possibly the uh, Black Superman, the one from the comics, Calvin Harris? Yeah, possibly. And man, I just feel like maybe that didn't go through, so now they're really gonna push for you gonna for, push. push for other characters to 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 have race swaps. So, I, it is what it is. I do. I did like her in the Heights. She she. I like the fact that she's she's cool that she's Dominican. So we have like we have a Dominican superhero, <laughs> even though her her ethnicity, her ethnic background won't be her her wait her nationality won't be the case, the prominent issue of or yeah focal point of of her character in the movie. But I don't know. There was another conversation about that. It's like, it, are people happy? Like in the Hispanic community, are you guys happy? Are we happy that we have a Latina or Latin X playing a superhero character? Or would you have preferred that it was a Hispanic superhero character that came into the movie? If that made any sense. I don't understand. Like, Cause you know something like I think I think that people like, you know, what's funny is can the girl play the part? That's it. The thing is, there's there's some characters that are based, you know, their design. The whole design of that character is based on their race. It is, you know, yeah. like um, Magneto is like one of them they always talk about. Magneto, you know, like there's there's a lot of characters that their race plays a huge pivotal point in the storyline. The fact of, their, of who they are, exactly. Cool. Now I don't know why all these other characters that don't have that same restriction, you have so, like they have such this weird issue with it like you know something how like it always irritates me just because okay like you have an issue with it now but what about what about every other what about every other situation before that like yeah you know hey the most iconic uh, was i i guess it's cuban i think it's cuban the most iconic spanish person in cinema history is, is tony montana he's he's not he's not cuban Al Pacino. Al Pacino. No. He's not Spanish. He's not Cuban. Like, but I still love the movie. You know, I still enjoyed it. But the thing is, is that even now, like, why is that such a factor? Like, yo, just unless it's going to change something in the storyline that was previously there, like, why do you have to, like, why does it have to be? Let's see what they have. Let's see what yeah. they're going to come out with, like, before you have an issue, before you have a problem with it. I mean, literally, like not even that long ago. What is it? A uh, uh, um, a Scarlett Johansson uh, played a Japanese character. Uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. And people had an issue with it. I know people had an issue with it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, okay, but it just feels like those people that didn't have an issue back then not have an issue with this one. So it's like, you know, what's gonna happen? Like, I don't know, man. It just, it just, oh, the whole situation always bothers me because it's like. Let's see what they come out with. Let's see what they can come. Let's see what the movie is. Now, after the movie is, maybe that didn't come out well. Maybe the character didn't look right. Maybe Scarlett Johansson's portrayal wasn't right. And obviously. Yeah, but then at that point, it wouldn't be due to her race, though. No, well, I think she also encompassed. She was actually a Japanese character. No, no, no. Like, no, it wasn't. I, 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 no, I understand that one. No, no. I'm it wasn't about, that she was playing like a non, like a non, like uh, I think like she wasn't playing something that could have been played by different people. The name was a Japanese character, so I can I can almost understand the argument. No, I understand that one, but my I'm, I'm talking about in regards to Leslie Garcia mm-hmm. as Batgirl. Yeah, like like how you said, I agree. Like, is she right for the part? Does she has the acting chops? Is she able to bring that character to life? And I think that if she does, great. She's like, oh, she's great for the role. If she doesn't. I don't know. I don't think race is going to be a factor because maybe she wasn't up to par to play that role. But I think it, a lot of these questions and discussions are a lot of things that come before everything's presented because they're like, oh, she's Hispanic or she's black or he or she or whoever. The, them, they, they are not comic book accurate to the... To they're not coming back accurate to bring them to li- into live action, and you put a point that I completely agree with is like unless their race or nationality 
is not a factor of who they are. It doesn't fucking matter who, who plays that character. Superman could be any color because he's an alien. An alien could come from anywhere. Where he could have been green and shouldn't matter. So, but there's, like how you said, like Magneto, uh, uh, Black Panther, he comes from Africa. So you want somebody of African descent to play that character because even, there, yeah. even though there's, if you go to South Africa, there's, there's light-skinned South Africans, yeah. depending on the, the region that you're portraying. But anybody could play Spider-Man could play anybody because his ethnicity doesn't or his nationality doesn't play a factor of who he is. Is the character that he is that plays a factor of him being Spider-Man. So, but I'm glad to see that that uh, she's getting the role. I, I wouldn't care who it is as long as my my thing with superheroes nowadays is like give me somebody that's not known or somebody that has a low resume, a small resume. For either them to step up or show that they're not meant for it, because and it's a TV series, it's not a, it's not a movie. No, I feel like I don't know TV series. I mean, they're gonna come, it's gonna come and go. Yeah, like I don't even who played who's the last person to play Batwoman, uh, Batgirl, Ruby Rose. No, no, she played Batwoman. Oh, who's a Batgirl? Yeah, Batwoman was. In fact, what isn't Batwoman? I mean, I I, I don't and know. Cha- and they changed her too. They changed it too because I know she. I think she was in the comic book. She was somebody who was bisexual or lesbian. I forget, uh, or or of the LGBT community. But wasn't she also Jewish? And I don't know if Ruby, like that's what I'm saying. Like, why are these like you're gonna begrudge Ruby Rose because maybe she's not of that culture either? Yeah, I don't know. It's ridiculous. But that's what I'm saying. It's just like at the end of the day, an actor is supposed to be somebody who can play somebody that they're not. Yeah, and I always like to see. Or like, like you, you don't see that character in that. Oh, you stop saying if they're good enough, you don't stop. You stop seeing it. Like to this day, I always laugh because the person who's played the most American, like American iconic roles as far as like you know history based stuff like yeah. that, I think it was Mel Gibson. I feel like, and Mel Gibson is Australian. Yeah, <laughs> it's always, it's just always interesting to me. But either way, but I I want to see what she comes up with. I want to see what the show happens. But I think before that, no, it was uh, Birds of Prey, and I don't remember who played that girl. A black girl, because no, and that one she wasn't black girl. She, black girl, she was a, uh, um, the wheelchair based. Yeah. Where she was, uh, was it um Osiris or something like that? Siren. No, 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 it was Siren. Where she was a computer wizard that she yeah. was bound to the wheelchair. Uh, but it was Birds of Prey. I yeah. remember that TV show that was there. I don't remember who played that, but um, again, it's a TV show. I want to see who does it. I want to see how they did it and see yeah. how that works. It might not work and nobody watches it, but it might be great and people get into it. Yeah, so let's see what happens. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, go to our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at From My Mom's Garage, where we post weekly about movie reviews and things that we find funny at times. But as always, you can send us an email at FM fmmg.podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, concerns, questions, or topics you want us to discuss as always tell a friend send a friend bring a friend see you next week